welcome to our show. We're here from Safe Berks. We are a nonprofit located in Reading. We serve the people of Berks County and we serve survivors of domestic violence and sexual assault. Uh, Safe Berks was founded in 1976 as Berks Women in Crisis, but we changed our name in 2016 as we want to make sure everyone knows we serve all survivors. Um, I'm very pleased to welcome my friend and colleague Kate Mallow here today. Kate is the Director of Counseling Services at Safe Berks. So thank you for joining today. Thank you for inviting yes. me. I'm very happy to be here. Yes. Well, maybe we could just start out by me asking you, tell us a little bit about the counseling services that, that are offered um, by Safe Berks. Okay. Uh, our counseling services are free. Very um, and that can be very important for folks. And we offer trauma-informed, what we call trauma-informed empowerment counseling. So that model focuses on the trauma experience, how that resonates for many people, to give them a safe, confidential space to be able to begin the healing process, to explore the trauma experience, to find ways to heal from that by empowering them to explore their world, make decisions, identify what they need, how we can help them achieve their goals and objectives, and help to support them overall in healing from what we know are shared experiences for many trauma survivors. A lot of shame, a lot of self-doubt, um, feelings of hopelessness, helplessness, um, ineffectualness in the world to help boost that. Wow, wow, it's really powerful. And I guess one thing that's coming to my mind is um, it, it must be a, a for every survivor who has mm -hmm. lived through a domestic violence or sexual assault, which would include, you know, child sexual abuse, which is a big problem, um, there is always trauma. Is that correct? Mm -hmm. That every one of these people has experienced trauma. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. That that's a, a core thread um, that runs across the spectrum, whether it's long-ago trauma, um, sexual assault-related, domestic violence-related. Everyone's experience is different, but there are themes that right. run across the trauma experience, and that's why, for example, we have a, a mutual aid and support group program now. Great. And that shared experience and being able to be in a safe space with other trauma survivors can be a really important part of the healing process. Being able to share experiences, having people, I, I often yeah. sort of make the analogy that when I'm trying to encourage people to come in, you will share and you will see head bobbing. Right. You know, yeah. that because people know it, there are common And then there's a solidarity and people realize they're not alone. They unfortunately are many other people. Unfortunately that there are other victims, mm -hmm. but fortunate in the connection. Mm -hmm. that and, 
and the sense of isolation, which is another hallmark of the trauma experience, the group, is one of the ways where that sense of isolation can be broken um, because other people have lived their own trauma experience right. and it can help break through that. Because the trauma, if uh, left without any assistance or any um, help, uh, is it true that it can be extremely disabling to a person's life? It can be for many people because if you don't have an opportunity to process that in a productive way that gets it out and helps you to move on, it doesn't go away and it comes out in other right. ways right. that for many people don't serve their well-being at all. Right, so. right. It's bringing to mind um, uh, the, the one group of, of survivors that had done the photo voice project and I have you in your experience found that some some survivors benefit from some kind of artistic expression whether it would be writing or I well I yeah. I have a I have a personal bias because oh, I okay. come out of an art background oh, before okay. um, I became a social worker a clinical social That's worker great. so I've always wherever it seems productive, incorporated expressive therapies and uh, using writing, movement, um, voice, spoken word um, into the, the healing process. And we do know from evidence-based research that um, at some point for many trauma survivors, um, the narrative being able to tell their story, whether it's through writing, spoken word, visual, dance, can be a very important part of the healing process. It's not for everyone. Right. And one of the things that we always try to do wherever possible um, with the survivors that we work with at Safe Berks is to find what's going to be the most empowering for their healing process and encourage that and find ways where that can happen. Because each person is so individual and their processes of dealing with the trauma and mm -hmm. healing is going to be so unique to them. And that I was lucky to be in a training just yesterday, I think, which was about the counseling program at Safe Berks. And one thing that I was so happy to learn about all of it, but one thing that um, Olga had stressed was how much listening is involved at Safe Berks. Do you want to comment on that at all, that something that might be a little special about us? Well, um, we, we have, you'll find soon enough, and I think I'm on tap for that next week. Oh, great. The yes. active and reflective listening module. Okay, okay. Um, and Absolutely, in the counseling work that we do, um, the biggest part of yourself that you can bring to help anyone, I believe, um, in the interpersonal sphere is, you know, a, an open heart and an open mind and open ears. <laughs> And yeah. to listen 
truly listen without judgment. So um, that is a very important part of the empowerment counseling model um, because many people who are survivors of domestic violence and or sexual assault have been silenced. And they've had no voice because while the domestic violence and sexual assault may be the actions, the underlying goal for the offender is power and control. And so there are many, many ways in which victims are silenced, literally and figuratively. So being able to be present, to listen, is really key. It must be really powerful, right? That, that listening, for, for the person to have someone really listen to them, if they haven't had that experience. Mm -hmm. And believe so, that. Yeah. Not only to hear them, but believe them, because that's also something that's a hallmark of the experience of being victimized. Your credibility and your truth is called into question as an additional way of controlling. Wow, wow, well I'm so glad to learn more about this and know that people have a place to go if they have not received any kind of counseling for the trauma they've experienced they can contact us 24 hours a day they can contact us and they can make appointments and one one quick question in addition to it being free um, is there a limit to say how many sessions a person could get so it's not there's no limit no um, in the trauma-informed empowerment counseling model. It's driven by the individual who is seeking the services. We work um, with folks to establish goals that they identify, um, how frequently and duration they would like to come for services. I often tell people, you know, our door is always open. Um, and you might feel at a certain point, you know, you've come for a few months, um, you've accomplished what you want to accomplish. That's where you're at at that point, but you're always welcome to come back. And that's why also the group program that we yeah. have running now can also be a great place for people who maybe they don't feel that they need to come and speak to someone one-on-one. -on -one. Right. But the community of support can be very important and empowering as they continue to move as, you know, one of my mantras is onward and upward. Yes. And so yes. as they continue on with that. So wherever possible, we're trying to make it about what do they perceive is going to be helpful and healing because and attuned to that and the power is in the hands of the survivor they are in charge of their decisions and their healing and we're there to help mm -hmm. we're here that's sort of i'm 
checking, I was learning it right in the training, that the, the trainer said, they're driving the bus, we're on mm -hmm. the bus. Yes, So that's oftentimes yeah. the analogy that gets yeah. used. Yeah. Well, I hope anyone who's listening or hears this um, that would uh, be served by our counseling programs would contact us at Safe Berks. Uh, you can check out our website at uh, safeburks.org and thank you very much to Kate Mallow. Okay, yeah. thanks. Thank you so much for having yeah. me and just we have bilingual counseling yes. services. Very so. important point. Thank you. Thanks. For more information about Safe Berks, check out our website at www.safeburks.org.